advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. The Center for Autism and Related Disorders advises working with a board-certified behavior analyst who has experience with autism before starting any intensive behavioral intervention. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod, and we are coming to you from the Warner Center in Woodland Hills, California. This is the home for Autism Live. It is also the home for the Center for Autism and Related Disorders. Thrilled to be here with you on this lovely Thursday morning in March. Can you believe it's March already? I don't know about the rest of you, but April is like, ah! approaching like this with so many things going on. We're going to be talking about some of those things today because we've got some wonderful guests from Fullerton Cares who are going to be joining us later on. But hey, first we want to let you know that we're going to be with you live for an hour. And during that hour, we want to hear from you. We want to know your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your concerns. Traven has started already showing you some of the different ways that you can connect with us. Um, we hope that you will find the way that work, way or ways that works for you to connect with us. But I do want to remind everybody that our homepage is autism-live.com. You can visit us on Facebook, on YouTube, on all these other places that he's showing you. But at autism-live.com, it's kind of where the base, where everything is, where you can go back through old clips. I've, I've had people recently, I said, you know, search topics that you're interested in, see what you come up with and see if you like the way this works because I want to know how it's working and I've been hearing good things. Nobody's been complaining. So I hope that you will uh, search our library of videos. We've been doing this for a while. Everybody's a little surprised when we tell them how long we have been doing this. We are coming up on our, I, I, I believe it's been nine years that we've been here, but I think it's the eighth anniversary. It might be the ninth anniversary I got to look at the calendar of when we've been doing autism live because uh, the show was a little bit different before and it's it's been morphed in many different ways but we've been doing this for a while there are a lot of videos a lot of experts talking about a lot of things it's all free to you in all the different ways that you see there so we hope that you'll look for what you want and if you don't find it that you will write into us and ask questions here of our experts um, I always love to be put to work. Uh, I'm a little frazzled, I'm going to admit right now, because I don't know, it's just like the energy steps up when it's close to April and I'm behind. So I'm just going to apologize if you've been writing to me and asking me for something, I'm a little behind. But I'm, I'm running, I'm running to catch up. Um, you know, and I and I want you to be able to write in and know that we are hearing you and listening, but I am, I'm just going to admit I'm behind. Uh, but I also want to tell you that I like to give the disclaimer at the start of the show that we have lots of experts on the show. I'm not one of them, um, but I am a parent of a young individual who was diagnosed with autism at the age of two and a half. I couldn't be prouder of him. And our journey had, like everybody else's, right? Um, we got really lucky though, and I got good surface services for him and for me along the way. And I do mean that. I had to go through cognitive behavioral therapy because my anxiety level went, right? Um, so 
I feel an obligation to pay down my karmic debt by being here and helping other people to get to the information that they need. And I always like to say here that we're about providing information and inspiration because some days you need the information, right? But other days you just need somebody to tell you, I'm here, I'm listening, I got you. I hold hands with you. We do this together. Si se puede, right? And to know that other people have been able to do it. We were talking to a parent yesterday uh, during Ask Dr. Doreen about, you know, how does anybody pay for this? Man, do I remember feeling that way and thinking, you know, I don't, I don't have that figured out. I don't know how people live in the big houses and drive the, you know, the nice cars. That, how do you, and then how do you take care of autism? Like, the truth is nobody can afford it, but people have found the way. And I followed people who had found the way. And I'd like to help you follow people who have found the way, because there are ways. People are getting it done. It's like a magic trick. I don't even completely understand it to this day, how we were able to do it. But day by day, we pieced it together. Oh, this funding, this funding, this funding. And suddenly, you know, you're getting someplace. Um, and I, don't, I hate it when it's about the money, right? So don't let the money stop you. Write into us. Tell us. I can't figure this out. Shannon, help me to figure it out. And I'll connect you with people who are figuring it out. Okay? Uh, so, but, but my point is here, I care deeply. I care deeply and I feel a responsibility to make sure that others get the help that they need. That's why I'm here. And um, don't make me guess, though. <laughs> I would say I gave up mind reading to be an autism mom. I can't, I can't know what you need. And let's be honest, it's not one size fits all. So please don't assume that I already know what you need. Write in. And in one of the different ways, write in and let us know what it is that you need so that we can be talking about that. Um, all right, fair enough, right? So it's Thursday, and on Thursday, we like to start off with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey nani nani are those experts talking about? Why do they use these terms? Is it like some you know twisted joke that they have that they're like, oh, I know, let's just make up words, and the parents won't know what it is we're talking about. I you know I used to wonder those things, but here's the deal: if we get to know these terms, we save time and money and energy, and we get more progress. So that's why we try to give you one word. We do this twice a week. And uh, first we give you the actual definition. And whenever possible, I make fun of it because, you know, that's how I roll. And then we try to give you a working definition to help you to understand, all right, why would I even care what this term is? So this, today's term is one that's particularly hilarious to me uh, <laughs> because uh, of what it is. Okay. So the word is manned. And, you know, the first time I heard the word, I was like, what are we saying here? Is it, are you saying man? You, you know, they were saying, we want your child to mand. Uh, I think they wanted him to mand like 250 times an hour. And I was like, what exactly is that? He can't do anything 250 times an hour. What are you talking about? So let's take a look at what our actual definition of mand is. Mand. The mand is a type of verbal behavior that is controlled by a motivating operation deprivation or an aversive state are you cracking up yet and is followed by specific reinforcement the mand specifies its own reinforcer ladies and gentlemen like don't you just want to make a, a pop k-pop song about that definition <laughs> what in the heck does that mean let's go back to it for a second Trayvon go ahead and make it full screen the mand doesn't it sound like the mandalorian like it's a creature is a type of verbal behavior 
okay, that is controlled by a motivating operation. Look, if I knew what a motivating operation was, do you think I'd have to look up the word manned? Do we even think? And then, you know, as if they're like, oh, I'll throw a bone to them because they probably don't know what a motivating operation is. Let me give it an explanation. Deprivation or an aversive state. Don't you just want to light your hair on fire at that point and go, oh, this is not going to end well? And it's followed by, followed by a specific reinforcement. What? And then the, the piece de resistance, the man specifies its own reinforcer. Because if I knew what a man was, that would make some sort of sense to me, right? I, I, why do we have to make things extra complicated? Okay, now, now that we're all like officially like, I'm confused, I don't know what this is, let's move on to our working definition. The man is requesting, demanding, or asking for something. So, um, you know, smart people who are trying to figure out how to do things, uh, they take things apart, right? It's like we look at a car and we go, it's a car. Well, smart people know that it's not a car, it's a drivetrain. And then in the drivetrain, there are all these different pieces to it. And a mechanic knows each little piece and what it does. So the experts in language, and we're always trying, people, somebody wrote in yesterday and said, how do I build language in a child? And uh, Dr. Grampuche started talking about manding because there are lots of little elements that actually make up language and that's they refer to that as verbal behavior and by the way verbal behavior isn't all vocal in fact only a small percentage of verbal behavior is vocal the rest of it is expressions in our face pointing right um, that's how we communicate and there are lots of opportunities to get it wrong so when we're trying to build language in someone who doesn't automatically have it building we want to take it apart to these little finite things and go oh okay this part right here is this so there's a very important part in language growth that is called manding manding is one of the verbal operants right and what it is is when the person is requesting something or demanding it. Um, so typically developing children get to a point when they're very young, like, you know, right around when they're turning two, where instead of crying and tantruming and, eh, you know, we stick the bottle in their mouth, they'll, as, as Dr. Grampuche was saying yesterday, they'll, they'll come along and go juice. And, and sometimes they'll point and, and, and they'll say more or they'll say, ooh, right? Uh, I love, I used to show it on the show all the time, there's the scientist who had cameras put in his home to watch the verbal development of his child. So when the child came home from the hospital, the, the house was set up with the cameras, and then they were able to isolate out just one word, water, and look at all the different instances and times and approximations, uh, first that somebody said water to him and that the child said back. And you get to hear, there's like a 32 second tape that has all of the things over a year and a half from when he went uh, e, wa, woo, wa, 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 what, water, water, what, water, right? And it's like this crazy amount of where you see all the things it takes for a typically developing child to say water, right? But ultimately, what this child was doing was manding for water. He was requesting water. And he had to go through all of these different things before a year and a half for a typical child before he could say water. And that is the playing field, right? For kids on the autism spectrum, that year and a half might take five years. And for some of our kids, being able to verbally request water 
we still are figuring out for some of our kids how to make that happen, right? It's a much smaller percentage though than it used to be. So the mand is when they request. If you have a typically developing child or if people are assuming that you have a typically developing child, there's always that point when everybody's nervous about, and you know, they're not talking enough. Honestly, even with neurotypical kids. And people will always say, oh, you gotta, you gotta not give it to them until they ask for it. And I can remember a mom of a typically developing kid, she was like, oh no, you know, no, you're not getting it until you say some form of cookie or more or please or whatever, and then you get it. Well, with our kids on the autism spectrum, it's a little bit harder, right? But it's essentially the same thing. We, that when that part of the definition where it said the, um, the man specifies its reinforcer, what that means is that whatever the child is asking for, that's the reinforcer. You know, we talk about, it, you know, in ABA that it's, we're setting up this three-term contingency that, you know, uh, there's something that you need, so you engage in a behavior, and then there's a consequence for it that's a reward, right? So, uh, the manding is one of the easiest things to do. It's because they're being clear with what they want. If the child is saying juice, right, what they want is juice. And when we give it to them, that's the reinforcer. And that actually makes them want to ask for juice more often. So we want to set up circumstances in our homes, in our cars, in our schools, in our therapy, everywhere, where we're encouraging the individual on the spectrum who we're trying to build their language to mand. We want them to not only request something, but then to get it when they request it. And I think this is one of the most important things for parents to understand, is that when you are in the phase of building language, it is super important that if they ask for something, give it to them. Later on, you can work on, you can't have that all the time, right? But when we are working on language, and that is the important thing, we go into what we call manned training. And I said to you when I started, that there was a time when they were saying, well, we want your three-year-old to mand 250 times an hour. We want him to request something 200, and that's not even a crazy number. It seems like it even now to me. How do you ask for something 250 times an hour? But for a typical three-year-old, they're asking probably 500 times an hour for something. Um, everything in their existence, right? And the mand is something that then grows. For those of you who are out there and you're like, well, you know, I've got the speech and language pathologist who is at school and they're holding up flashcards and they're getting my child to say ball, right? But we're never getting to conversation. This is one of the first building blocks is the mand. And we'll talk later on about all the other building blocks so that you get to conversation. But you want to see your kids, if they're growing language, in the beginning, they got a mand, which means they're requesting something. And when they request something, for heaven's sake, give it to them, right? And then we'll finesse that so that they don't get it every time they ask. But right now, we want them to equate when I verbally, you know, if I say, buh, for bubbles, you blow the bubbles, I get the bubbles, woohoo! I wanna ask bubble more often. And by the way, approximations count. Like I said, buh, in the beginning, blow the bubbles, right? And it's not just vocal. Kids can mand by pointing. Kids can mand by handing you the, the little icon uh, for iconic communication. They can mand by asking on their iPad. But in the beginning, while we're building language, give them what they asked for, single most important thing, so that they will mand more often. Strong base of manding leads us to the next thing, which we'll talk about on Monday. 
All right, that's the man. Okay, moving on. We always have a question of the day for you. And our question today goes right along with our man. How do you ask for what you want? Okay, I know that sounds probably like a crazy question, but it isn't. Because how do you request when you want something? Because some of us have been taught to be passive aggressive. Hello. <laughs> Right? Uh, like, you know, that you don't just ask for what you want. Uh, my, my, I love my mother, you know, God bless her, right? But we were never taught how to be direct and ask for the things you want. I had to learn that as an adult. When you want something, like, tell the person that you want it from what it is exactly that you want because it's a little bit better than making them guess, right? Um, but a lot of us don't do that. And I think that this is a great lesson for all of us to just look at how do we request the things that we want? Are we clear about it? Are we 100% transparent? Because you're more likely to get what you want when you request directly what you want, right? Uh, it's a great thing for us to model for our kids. Uh, it's a great thing for us to teach, asking for what you want. And the man is exactly that. Your child is asking for what they want. And we can do that as well. We can, we can you know, be with our kids and when we say, you know, when we withhold something, you know, when we're standing there and, and you know, we, they, we know that they want juice because we can read their minds, right? But we say, you know, tell me, do you want this? We're telling them exactly what we want. I want you to communicate with me. That's an okay thing to do. Be clear. Tell people what you want. Okay. Uh, moving on, we always have a topic of the week, and our topic this week uh, that we haven't had enough time to talk about, i got to be frank about this, um, is the gift of organization. Boy, it's that time of year, right? Um, it's IEP time and it's tax time. If these are not two examples of why we should be organized and keep our things in a place where we know that they are, I don't know what is. Because for me, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know about for you, but these can be the most stressful time of the year for me. Uh, I gotta have my tax papers all together. Ah, did I keep them where, all in one place as they came in? Because if I did, they're all right there and I can, you know, do the taxes, right? Uh, are the IEP materials where they need to be? We talked uh, on Monday about the fact that put it all in a folder. You know, if you get a scanner, invest in a scanner. And whenever you get papers, uh, I, I think it's worthwhile for both the taxes and the IEP. You scan it in and you put it right into the folder on your desktop, on your computer. Make sure that you've got some sort of backup thing you know where it is. Now, if you've got those things and you're ready for April because you're going to do the taxes and you're going to do the IEP and it's great, then you can start to worry about the other areas of your life. You know, stop and ask yourself, first of all, what's the place that you're not organized that sucks the most of your time? Like, is it that your closet is not organized and that it's costing you 15 minutes in the morning? Because I got to say to you, you know, if that's it, you spend four hours on a weekend and organize your closet, save yourself 15 minutes a day, it, you know, the break-even point comes very quickly, right? Or, you know, is it the, you know, getting the lunch supplies? Is you, Do we need to, like, you know, talk about where in the pantry are the lunch things? You know, sometimes we'll go and organize something that it doesn't give us a big bang for our buck. There's no big reinforcer for it. So ask yourself, where's the part in your day that gets tripped up because you're not organized? Is it you know, your your work bag, is it your child's backpack? Where could you buy time if you just took a little bit of time and got organized? The gift of organization, because we're always talking, how do we get that stress down? And someplace in your day, I guarantee you, you're being stressed. You know, I know I am, because there's something you haven't taken the time to organize. So where what can we do? 
give yourself the gift of organization. All right, uh, I would love to say that we're going to get more time for this later on, but we're not because we have something better. Um, so on the show today, we have one of my favorite people on the face of the planet, and for the first time, he's bringing his mother, who, you know, I just think if, if, you, if you meet a man who's a mensch, look to his mother because uh, the mother's probably pretty fabulous, and in this instance, that is absolutely accurate. So Larry Hauser, who is the founder of Fullerton Cares, is here, and he has brought brought his mother, Priscilla. It's the first time she's been on the show. Uh, I guarantee you it's going to be fireworks and fabulousness. We're going to be talking about the Mardi Gras for autism that is coming up in just a couple of weeks. I can't even believe that it's that time of the year again, but you know if you watch the show, this is one of my favorite events of the year. This is not to be missed if you were in Southern California at this time of year. So uh, stick with us. We're going to be right back with Larry Hauser and his fabulous mother, Priscilla. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Autism Live. So excited to be here. I have a full house. Uh, next to me, I have the fabulous Boyd Hauser. I gave him permission because we had this like long setup. Look up and say hi to everybody. Hello. Um, he, but I gave him permission. I said it was okay if, with me, if it was okay with Dad, for him to be on his switch. Because sometimes these interviews can be boring, yes? A little bit. A little bit. So, like, just keeping it real. So, uh, he's going to be hanging out with us, and he's going to be on his switch a little bit. But he agreed that whenever we were talking directly to him, that, you know, that he would stop for a second. And already he's demonstrating he's good at that. But also in the studio, I have his wonderful dad, Larry Hauser. And you guys know that he's one of my favorite people on the face of the planet. And he brought his mother. And I said before we went to break that whenever... You meet a man who's a mensch, who's fabulous, who, you know, steps up. It, I always want to meet the mom, right? Because there's always an amazing mom. And Priscilla is the ex example of that. Yeah. Um, so, so thrilled because she's never been on the show before. So thrilled that we have this opportunity. Now, we're, we're all here to talk about a wide variety of things, but most especially we want to talk about Mardi Gras for autism that's happening this year. So, Larry, give us the 411 on what's happening this year. This, this will be our 10-year anniversary for the No event. way. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. We, we, are, we are so stoked and, and, and so excited to, to, to bring the, the families again. A, another um, amazing event with families being able to, to get uh, you know, over 50 vendor resources, yeah. autism-related specific, um, and be able to bring their kids to, to attractions that are autism-sensory-friendly. Yeah. Amazing. So it happens, uh, it's the 4th of April that it's happening, and it's in the train station parking lot in Fullerton. Yep. Um, and while they're there, people, you know, what's also in that parking lot is Bourbon Street Bar and Grill. Plus, you have, what is the name of the pizza parlor? Well, it's called the Bowery. The Bowery. Craft beer and pizza. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So, uh, you know, plus there's other restaurants that are there, too. And so that's right. sort of the anchor for it as part of the train station. But then the whole parking lot is filled with fun things to do. And it's crazy town fun things to do. As yes. you said, there's a resource. You know, anybody who's there, anybody has a booth there so people can find out information mm -hmm. about things that will be helpful to them but it's also just ridiculously off the chain fun yes it's right? oh it's incredible we we started off the little sliver of the parking lot and then <laughs> and then it just grew you know each year and i, I would say the, at least the past six years it's just been like this mega autism event it, yeah. it just just um mm -hmm. 
blasts our, our mind beyond expectations. It is, it, it, you know, I mean, it's a Mardi Gras event. And so one of the first things that happens when you get there is that there are so many volunteers. Like, like Fullerton, I don't know what the magic pixie dust that you people have, that maybe it's like coming over from Disneyland and landing on you guys because you're close to Disneyland, but you have more volunteers than anybody else at any other event, and they they do a lot of things. At What kinds of things, Priscilla, are they, do they have going on oh, at the event? First thing in the morning, they're there early setting everything up, so running water and just just helping all the other vendors set up. Yeah. And then we have, of course, we have our check-in girls that check in every everyone in and give them a free T-shirt yeah. that represents Mardi Gras, like Larry uh, Boyd has. And we also have the girls that give out the beads. The well, beads are the big thing. All right. Yes. I, I mean, I've never actually been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans. I'm assuming yeah. that you have. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but the, but I've seen the videos and it's, there's a big bead throwing thing and people wearing the beads and wearing more and more more and more beads and you guys participate in the bead mania. It's crazy and you know we just have them out on the table which we're selling tickets and the kiddos just love the sensory feeling yeah. Yeah. and they can take as many as they want they yeah. just load it down with beads and they love them. I'm telling you 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 get there and you have people in your face yes. immediately saying how can we help you and I've experienced both as a person going you know to just participate and mm -hmm. be a, a family there but also to be you know a vendor there as right. well. There's always people there to help in any way, yes. and everyone is friendly, and everyone is like, here, if they see that you are not already weighed down in beads, they're like, here, mm -hmm. let's give you some beads, and that, you know, the beads are totally free. I don't know how much your bead account is, but it's excessive. <laughs> we, we go through uh, about 30,000 beads. Yes. It's, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, it's part of what sets the tone. It's well, it's money well spent, because everybody gets excited, and the kids already are like, oh, yes. you know, I've, I've got a gold strand, and I've got a purple strand and I've got a green strand I'm you know I'm good to go yes. and so that's a part of it but then right. then you have all these activities and you have the sensory zone yes. who wants to talk about that go ahead uh, okay I'll, I'll start and you can chime in mom okay um, the, the sensory zone was, was really just something that that we experimented with and we just saw how not only children with autism loved it but Typical kids absolutely loved it too, yes. so we just expanded on it. Basically, we have about forty pool, like little pools, yeah. that have something sensory oriented inside of it. Yeah. Whether it's sand, beans, rice, um, um, water beads, mm -hmm. bubbles, foam, kinetic sand. Yeah. Um, we we just have a, a array of pools that and. It's it's awesome because you see kids playing with kids, typical kids mm -hmm. playing with, with with kids with autism, and and their parents all crouch down in all these little pools around the whole area. It's, it's crazy it's, town. It's amazing. such a good thing. I mean, I, like mm -hmm. it's like I don't even have other words for it. It's such a good thing, and 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 there are so many things for a kid to do, yes. for a family to do. You mm -hmm. typically have the medieval knights people there, and they're interacting with people. The you jugglers. have people face the yes. jugglers. Mm -hmm. I, you know, sometimes you have somebody with a marionette. The yeah. There's the mechanical shark. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the aquarium of the Pacific there sometimes, where you get to go in and pet the sea cucumber. Boyd, can I ask you a question? Yes. Have you ever pet the sea cucumber? <laughs> have you done that at the Aquarium of the Pacific in the in the trailer that's there at the? 
Have you done that? I don't know. Okay. Well, this year you got to pet the sea cucumber. Okay. Uh, it's a pretty fabulous thing. But have you played in the game truck that's there? Yes. I thought so. I thought <laughs> oh, that that was, yeah. yes. So the game truck is there. I mean, there's, there's something for everyone. And this yes. brings me to always the thing when I talk about Fullerton Cares and Mardi Gras for Autism is that the entire community comes. It's not... Hear me when I say it is not the entire autism community. Of course, they're there, but that's not who shows up. It's the entire community. You have the local dentist. You have the local banker. You have, you know, the people who cut hair. You have the superintendent of schools. Oh, yes. uh, you have the teachers that are there. The entire community Mayors, is Mayors, city council there. people, yes. assembly men and women. Um, they all show up and, and, and purposely... Yeah. Mm -hmm making an attempt to, to, to come to this event. Yeah, and each booth that has something has a game to play. Autism Live has been there before and had a booth and we have a game to play. And then while the kids are playing the game to win a little prize, mm -hmm. um, you know, often you have like information for whatever your organization is, which you offer to people. And, you know, we go to events all the time and I'm explaining to people, well, you know, we're Autism Live, we're a show, interactive show, you can ask questions. Mm -hmm. At Fullerton Cares, I gotta change up my pitch because most of the time it's people who don't have kids on the spectrum. Right. It's about, you know, the people in the community mm -hmm. that, I'll, so I will say to them, you know, is there somebody you care about on the autism spectrum? And the answers that I get, they're like, well, you know, I have a kid in my classroom. And so that's why I'm here. Or, oh, you know, I have a kid in my practice, and, th and that's why I'm here. Or, oh, my daughter goes to school, and there's a boy in her class that's on the autism spectrum. It's, a, mm -hmm. it's just, it makes me cry. It makes me weep because yeah. this is, I say this to you all the time, this is where we want to get with everybody. If every single community had every single person show up to an autism event, we'd be done. We'd be right. done with that aspect. We wouldn't have to, like, keep mm -hmm. pushing education and awareness and all that, we'd be done. You've achieved what we're all trying to achieve. Congratulations. It's a labor of love. It yeah. really is. Well, and I know that one of the things you wanted to say, Larry, is, you know, because I always say, power of one, mm -hmm. that guy right there, power of one. And you always say to me, you know, that, no, because it's everybody who it else who came yeah. in. And I know that you wanted to talk a little bit about sometimes it's the grandmoms. Yeah. Uh, well, my mom always has taught, embedded in our heads, that it takes a village, okay? Yes. So yeah. um, she, always, she always says that. Yeah. So it really... For for the, for the Mardi Gras and for Fullerton Cares, it, it, it is a is a total village. But you know, with our volunteers, with the, yes. with, the, with, with the community, yes. but um, you know, but uh, you know, all those those um, moms and, and grandmas that that really do that the the heavy lifting, the yeah. the the, the yeah. stuff that nobody sees, mm -hmm. the, the stuff that you know often don't get credit for. Yeah. You know? So, um, I. I I, I just definitely want to recognize those those people, you know, especially yeah. my mom. Yeah, and you were saying to me before that, you know, you couldn't have done all this, with, you know, that you've had support. And, you know, let's be honest that, like, not everybody has that, but that you you not only had it, but you, you like, utilized mm -hmm. that to be able to do things not only for your child, right. but for the community, oh, which is why we think you're such a mensch. Thank you. Because well, you, you uh, could have just you know, sat back and said, I'm just going to help my kid. You right. absolutely could have done that. Mm -hmm. But instead, you kind of changed the world. It's kind of big. With with my village. There, with your <laughs> village, yes. And you, I, like, you have been, 
Uh, I, I was so excited when they said that you were going to come because I always see you running everything. You're behind the scenes, like doing all these things. Even years ago, we did that uh, Facing Fatherhood, which I still have to figure out what we're doing with that. Uh, it's still so incredible. Um, but, you know, you sat with me while they were yes, filming yes. And, and we listened. You and I shared some tearful moments right. while, because it was basically uh, we had a luncheon, which was uh, wonderful food that Larry brought from Bourbon Street Bar and Grill and had uh, a bunch of dads sit around and answer questions about fatherhood when your child is on the autism mm -hmm. spectrum. And ooh, it was emotional. Um, it's, it's a great piece of footage. We ran into issues because one of the people who participated in it passed away and so it was this, you know, very emotional thing. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, his widow has said would you please do something with that so we have to do oh, something with that. She's great. ready now for us to get it out there. Okay. And it's timeless. It's like you know mm -hmm. amazing dads you were one of the dads mm -hmm. and you guys got open yeah you guys opened up and we were clutching each other and mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know uh, it was a pretty That's amazing right. thing um so I've always seen you, and you're yes. always there at the the Mardi Gras working working working, working working I love it um, she's there pretty much everybody else gets there at like six oh. six in the morning it's just very heartwarming <clears throat> to see the interaction and you know, these kids just are accepted. They're just yep. typical kids, just like everyone else. Yeah. So it's just, it's very humbling to see that experience, to see them experience that. And if they have a little bit of a meltdown or, you know, a yep. little difficulty with the sensory, there's always somebody there, hey, can we help you? Yep. You know, yep. just kind of soothing, you know. And, and it's, it's an okay. amazing event. And it's okay if that happens. It's an amazing event. And we should note that the event is free. Come to yes. the event, participate. There are things that you can spend money on. Right. There are things that you can buy tickets for. Um, and some things are ticketed and other things are not ticketed. Um, but, you know, you can, if you are anywhere near Fullerton, you should go. Let's just yes. say that. Um, you Definitely. will have a good time. And there's yes. lots to do and lots. And there's an amazing food uh like uh you know my son always wants to go and you have you have I, I don't know what it's called but it's like some sort of it's it's like french fries but they're like potato chips but they have but it's like nachos oh yeah oh, my gosh. Those were nachos. <laughs> oh stop i mean it's so it's it's like nachos but with uh cut potatoes mm -hmm. oh it's ridiculously good you guys it's like one of the best things on the face of the planet and he gets it without the cheese and it's still amazing oh, wow. so um you know because he's all gfcf it's like really he talks about it all year long uh it's good 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 stuff and now with the bowery you've got even more stuff going on yes. there there's pizza opportunities all of that stuff going on okay so fullerton cares the mardi gras for autism it's april 4th yes. uh what time does it start 11 to 4 11 to 4. Now, you used to do this during Mar actual Mardi Gras. Right, right. But now it's moved to April. There it, were a little it, too much rain. It, it has. <laughs> and it was that, that, I think, was that the first time that, that you were there? No, I'd down? been there before. The, there was That's one right. year where we almost all before. got washed right. out to the ocean. Yes. It was so wet. Yeah, I think after that one, we're like, um, let's move it to Autism Awareness. <laughs> I, I think our chances are a little bit better. 
And so you guys are almost the, you know, the the unofficial kickoff for Autism Awareness Month now because you're always the first weekend, right. um, and it's a really great thing to do. But it's not the only thing that you do. And I want to pivot just for a second to talk about some of the other things that mm -hmm. Fullerton Cares does, because um, year-round you guys do amazing things in your community. And it really, for anybody who's watching who's like, well, I just, you know, I wish that my community had this. Let's remember that there was a time when Larry could have said the same thing. I yeah. wish my community had this, <clears throat> but Larry decided, well, I guess, I, I guess I'm going to be the agent of change yes. right. and make that happen, and you can too. Yeah. I keep asking Larry, but now I've met your sister-in-law, and now I'm mm -hmm. asking her mm -hmm. uh, that she, somebody needs to put together the manual for communities. This is mm -hmm. how you put together an autism coalition in your community. Right, and I've kind of like organized that, <laughs> what you've said, because yes. I just go and, and I do you know I'm just yeah. full speed ahead yeah but then when you people you start talking about it, I'm like okay well how did I do it you know yes okay. so you know I I kind of know I, I kind of have it organized now okay. you know, a little bit yes we raise you know monies for, for the programs in, in the area I think that's mm -hmm. I don't want to say easy but 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 that's like the, yeah. the, the easy part I think the um, hard part is to be able to to be the squeaky wheel into um, the the city council person's yeah. ears, the the school board person's ears, yes. the, you know the 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 PTA, the the um, you know everybody up the chain in, in, in the school district in a positive way, and so um, you know that's what Fullerton Cares has been able to do. We, we've been able to do it through food. We realize that you know schools and and, and all sorts of things want they want donations, okay? Yes, and we know that we can. You know, give what what they want, but I have an opportunity to also ask for something back, and um, a, a lot of the times it, it is for 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 those typical families to, to to volunteer at the Mardi Gras. Yeah. So my whole goal was never to really preach to the choir, which is this our autism community. It really was to preach to the families that that aren't affected but by autism. Yeah, I, I, I want them to to see what this um, community is and, and, yes. and educate them more. So, well, you have uh, you done know, that. That You've is been very really successful. You know, what, what we, we do well. And clever like a fox because mm -hmm. you realize that you bring a value to the table and create value, and that's how you got their ear. Right. Because, I mean, I look at what you guys have been able to do with your school district that I didn't realize it started with the food, but then you were able to hold fundraisers, which, I mean, this is how perfect this is, you guys. You held fundraisers, so then you gave wish lists to the all of the special education teachers in your district they had wish lists and you funded them right but so oh, but so here's how incredible this is you funded it and correct me if i'm wrong you have a uh, a booth during the fourth of july where you sell fireworks and that's mm -hmm. how you fund it but this is how crazy good this is so you got volunteers parents to be at the booth to work yes. together for the fireworks which is what got them like they felt like they have a community now. They all talk about, oh, I get to work at the firework mm -hmm. booth. They don't talk about, oh no, it's my turn. <laughs> it's this fun social thing for yes. them, and they feel connected to the community and feel like they have friends in the community yes. because they weren't just going to come to a parent support group meeting. No. You said, I need to raise money to give to the school district. So it becomes this beautiful circle where you have this social event that raises money 
that gives money mm-hmm. to the school. The school wants to work with you. And then those parents go to the IEP meetings and everybody's working on the same right. thing yes. and everybody gets something to take home. You're a genius. <laughs> so with our with our comedy show, you know, we we might get five minutes of, of a message, you know. Um, there's a lot of people that come to our comedy show who not wouldn't normally go to yeah. the Mardi Gras event. You know, that's the, true too. Those that's are the people too. that that um, want to support, but they're not. But they don't really want to do do that. Go to a walk or a yeah. you know whatever. Um, but but they would more than happy go to a, a yeah. comedy show. Yes. So I get five minutes to get my message across. That's good enough. And you raise some money yeah. at that. And that's an opportunity for people to get out and hear some, you know, world-class comedy. The last two years, you've had Jay Moore. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, we so had you hilarious. Too. I, I, you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, we, yeah, you like, too. let me uh, have uh, have a few minutes on the microphone <laughs> and where I embarrass myself. No. But, uh, but you know, I mean, and you have all, and you have comics that are on the spectrum. Um, like mm-hmm. you guys, yes. it's a wonderful event. It's a wonderful comedy event. You raise money. It's a great social event. Um, but all of these things fuel so many different programs that you guys have. You've been able to go into the schools, make a sensory garden, a butterfly sensory mm-hmm. garden. Mm-hmm. You've been able to fund what the wish lists were for your special education teachers. All the technology back when it was needed, whiteboards, right. uh, iPads. Um, n- n- now they have so much technology they don't need it anymore. So we just find other ways to, to, but you to got, fund, right? The, the, the prom, you yes. guys uh, make a very special uh, event and make sure that there's limousines and dinner oh, absolutely. and corsages yes. and pictures for uh, special needs individuals mm-hmm. to be able to go to the prom. Uh, you guys make it really, really special for them. Um, you also help, there are classes that you guys help with. You have your martial arts uh, right. Things that you guys participate in, and there's the dance group that you. We guys... also give a paycheck oh, yes. to, um, to um, th- th- three employees that that, that have oh, autism, yes. so they get a real yeah. paycheck uh, mm-hmm. every two weeks. I'm so You're proud to see you guys. And, 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 and you know, we we just we, we want to walk the walk. We we don't want to just talk talk yeah. the talk. Yeah. And, and um, every every day, about a group of twenty kids comes in the in the Bourbon Street and the Bowery from the ROP. P program with with the school districts and, uh-huh. they, and they come and they work train and you know because mm-hmm. there's a ton of stuff to do in our restaurants. So, right, um, amazing. It, it's just part of our life now. They, they when they when they don't come in, it's it's weird yeah. to us. <laughs> I I also kind of want to point out that timeline wise that you started Fullerton Cares before your child was diagnosed, right? Wasn't it like it was like right before that you um, already made the decision to do this? Um, no, it, no, it, 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 it was when he was diagnosed. Okay. It's Two. It's when, um, when we, 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 I wasn't sure whether I should, you know, blast, blast it out to the public or not, and, mm-hmm. and, and then um, finally I did, and, and one of my, one of my fellow um, restaurant owners, um, a volunteer to throw a comedy show, and so that's when I do, that's when I knew that that there was something there, like support. You, I don't know, whatever it was, yeah. the, a whole lot of people came, and, 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 and then my brain started working, you know, and, and, and that's where it started. And I understand that Boyd is up for, he's already gotten one uh, distinction, award, what are we calling it? I don't know. It's a, it's a, an, an award by the school district. Um, it, um, we just went to one a couple weeks ago, and it was, it's called Every Student Succeeds Award, yeah. and it's basically... Um, a, a child that has had 
terrible circumstances in their lives or unfortunate circumstances, um, so some being on the spectrum and, and, and have worked their way through, through against all the odds to um, achieve academic and social mm -hmm. success. So, yeah. you know, there, there are kids that lost their families, yeah. you know, both parents exactly. that, that have done that. But, hearing impaired. Uh -huh. Yeah, just all kinds and, of And it was just... Um, the whole thing was just inspiring. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps t t talking yeah, about yes. it, and 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 after I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, I I don't I never thought I had it bad, but I'm going, yeah. I don't really have it bad now." Well, you know? but he's uh -huh. overcome so much. Yes. So, so and he's, Boyd, can I talk uh -huh. to you for a minute? Sure. So tell the the people at home what grade you're in. I'm in six. And uh, you participate in Fullerton Cares yes, a lot. You I volunteer. Uh, you have so many events during the year. Which one is your favorite? All of them. All of them. Good answer. <laughs> Going into politics, right? I don't yeah. Um, no. Okay, but but which one is coming up? Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. And what's your what do you like to do at the Mardi Gras? I like the, I like the game truck. Oh, the so game truck. Well, I, that would be my son's favorite part too. <laughs> yeah. uh, wonderful. And have you decided what you want to do when you grow up yet, Boyd? Uh, be a YouTuber. A YouTuber? You want to? Oh, I, well, listen. Hey, we've got an internship for you when you're ready. Um, well, I, you know, and I think a lot of people want to be a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. uh, but you're going to go to college to be a YouTuber, yes? Do you think so, boy? Yeah. Yeah. So, have you thought about which college yet? Not really. Okay. All right. And do you work yet in the restaurants? Uh, yeah. Part time. Part of the times yeah. I do. Yeah. Do what kinds of things do you do at the restaurant to help? I know you're you're playing. It's an important part. I I, I didn't <laughs> yeah. give him enough warning. What what's your favorite thing to do at the restaurant to work? Do you like working the cash register or do you like sweeping up? Yeah, I like, I like, I like the I like to work somewhere. I like all jobs. Oh, you like all jobs. Do you ever cook? I don't know. No, okay, probably not. It's, that's high heat. We don't want to do that. Yeah, no. We're eleven. We're, we're not ready for cooking. He, he he's pretty much done. He, he does everything around yeah. there. If I need stocking done, he'll stock it. Yeah. And but but you know he 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 understands the value of money. So yeah, um, that's what we've taught him at a at an early. Well, that's what he wanted. Actually, I didn't barely even taught him. That's what he wanted to learn at an early age. Yeah, so. he was interested in that. So he, he knows he's got to do a, a B C and D to get um, right. you know some money right. to buy some games. So that's it. That's it. That's wonderful. Okay, can I ask you like two more questions? Can you pause it? Sure. Okay. All right. Good job. Uh, I want to ask you about your grandma. Because um, you are super lucky. You've got this fabulous grandma who's next to you, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what kinds of things do you love to do with grandma? Go some, we like, well, play Pokemon Go. Uh-huh. She plays Pokemon Go with no, you? No, she doesn't. Oh, I drive. Okay. <laughs> she, drives. <laughs> she drives you everywhere? Like, where does she drive you? Anywhere that I can get Pokemon. Oh, so she drives you for the Pokemon Go yep. to go capture things? Uh -huh. That's it's... pretty fabulous <laughs> that Grandma does that for you. Yeah. Uh, really wonderful. <laughs> and do you ever you ever get to spend time with just Grandma? Set, oh, yeah. Set up a... yeah. I do. Um, so they can see you now. See, they couldn't okay. see you before. You were hiding behind me. Okay. Uh, I Because it's pretty fabulous to have such a wonderful grandma, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I won't bug you anymore. Uh, you look pretty good on camera, though, don't you? Thanks. <laughs> pretty handsome. All right, we're almost out of time, but once again, I want to plug Mardi Gras yes. for Autism, April 4th at the train station in mm -hmm. Fullerton. You can pretty much drive to Fullerton and just follow the signs to the train station. It is 
very close to Disneyland. I mm-hmm. I like to say to people, go to Mardi Gras for Autism on the Saturday and then go to Disneyland on the Sunday. If you're not from town, perfect nice. getaway for the weekend uh, to participate mm-hmm. in, in that. It's a yes. wonderful event. You will get your batteries recharged. You will also get fun, some, tons of paraphernalia. Oh, yes. We always get new keychains every year at the Mardi Gras for Autism. Um, the the mm-hmm. Medieval Times gives out great keychains, you guys. Um, but there's all kinds of other fun stuff yes. to do. Uh, go and dip yourself in what the future looks like. This is what a community looks like when the whole community participates. I, I joke endlessly about the fact that I'm going to re- retire in Fullerton just because of all this. And my son's looking at colleges and I'm forcing him to look at Fullerton. Um, so there we go. Uh, you guys guys are amazing. You're an amazing family and you've started something that's truly wonderful. Uh, so now, now we just have to make sure that you write it all down for everybody else so that we can follow in your footsteps. Uh, where can people go if they want to know more? Uh, just go to our website, www.fullertoncares.com. Um, and, and, and it's right there. Facebook too. Um, it, it's, um, you just type in Fullerton Cares. We're, we're everywhere. Okay. So check it out, you guys, an amazing organization. And if you can't get there, you can always make a donation uh, to Fullerton Cares to help them to do what they do. And you can reach out to them to ask them uh, advice about if you're starting it where where Mm -hmm. you live. Uh, So make sure that you check them out. Boyd, thanks for being here. You're welcome. Boyd, you want to say say goodbye to your viewers? Bye, viewers. (laughs) Bye-bye. This is the beginning of your YouTube career. Is that the way you want to sign off? Or do you want to look up and what would your sign? <laughs> He's got the most beautiful blue eyes in the world. I don't know if you guys can see it from there. Look at there. Look, you look like a YouTuber. You look fabulous. All casual and like, it's okay. Anyway, we're out of time. I am supposed to read for you guys that on tomorrow's show, we have Karen Nolte uh, with us for Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. We're covering a bunch of news stories. And Karen Nolte is talking with us about a bunch of research that I promise you will be of interest to you. That is tomorrow. Until then, give your kiddos a hug for me. Oh, hold the phone. I forgot. I have to remind you tonight. Check out our Twitter starting at 5.30 Pacific time. So that's 8.30 Eastern time. We are at an event, a -a tweet-a-thon, with the cast of Everything's Gonna Be Okay at... Uh, Freeform Studios tonight. Autism Live is going to be there. I'm going to be there with Traven. We're going to be watching the show as it premieres on the East Coast and tweeting with the cast of Everything's Going to Be Okay. So be watching our Twitter feed, Autism uh, at Autism Live Show. And uh, we'll be tweeting with them and we'll be taking pictures and posting those on Facebook. But tomorrow we'll be back. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>